you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. All right, this is Mark Sessler of the Around the NFL podcast, joined by Greg Rosenthal and Dan Hansis. Chris Wesling's on Tybee Island, but we got Lindsey Rhodes joining Ooh, us on the latest episode. It's a barn burner. We talk free agency. We talk a ton of news. Why aren't you listening to this show right now? Sports. You know it's a big show in Lindsey's eye. We say goodbye to Sydney, our producer, too. Okay. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. As always, you can track it down on iTunes or NFL.com slash podcasts. Go ahead and subscribe. In fact, tell a pal, tell a family member, tell Aunt Roberta about it. She's going to love the show. Have her subscribe, and she needs to do it on audio, as do you, because as I mentioned on our preceding podcast, we are going all, all audio for the month of March. That's correct. The dreams have come true for our audio listeners. Sorry to you who consume on uh, video via YouTube or otherwise. We will continue to provide some video segments, but primarily the DDFP is going to be available on audio, in audio. I don't know which is the correct preposition there. Maybe the man seated to my immediate left will know the answer to that one. As we get ready to dig into free agency next week, we'll see what happens with Peyton Manning. We'll see what happens with Arian Foster. Charles Johnson and all the rest. Names are floating out. There's some recognizable big names in pro football looking for new homes. Maybe even Peyton Manning is going to have to be looking for one, too. Anywho, let's say hello to the aforementioned one seated to my immediate left. All the way from London, England, he serves as our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. His name is Handsome Hank. He's handsome Hank, he's handsome Hank, he's handsome Hank. Wow, the extended version. These are the luxuries that audio afford. Hello, handsome. How are you? Is that you, Dave? What? Singing that song? No, no, is that you sitting opposite me? You look very different today. 
Oh, because I oh I didn't realize we've not I, seen I, each the other. The video has not. You know, we don't have video, so audio is not going to tell this story particularly well. But Dave is uh, his face is naked. Yeah, well, as a matter of fact, you can see what I looked like as of about 36 hours ago. Right. Because, uh, oh, and by the way, I should mention this to self-promote a little bit because uh, I never do that, Handsome. So it's allow very me to rare. do it right Do it now. this time. On Facebook now, I know I'm late to the party on this, but I have always only had the, you know, the personal page, whatever, right. where you put up pictures of your kids and all that kind of stuff. And like, hey, look what I ate for dinner uh, just a minute ago. Isn't that a beautiful plate? That people do. I am now a uh, a public figure. <laughs> Officially, or you just decided that? No, on Facebook okay, now. I see. In fact, I think they because they ask you for the guy who did it for me here, who set up my public page or whatever. He said, "What are you? Are you a journalist? No. Are you a news personality?" No. Um, and I thought that was closest, so we went news. News person. That was the closest choice we had for me. I'm surprised you didn't choose being because it was you, celebrity or comedian or something like that. Which you, I would which, never choose comedian, but celebrity, you got that straight, bub. Um, so anywho, go to uh, Facebook and sign up, Dave Damashek on the whatever it's called, the public page. What's it called? Public page. Yeah, right? public page. Find it. Sign up for it. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff coming up here on Facebook Live. This is a this is a hot new right. medium that the kids are into. Yep. In fact, we did it at uh, at the combine. Me, Ike, and Maurice, and uh, and a lot of people watched me. Humiliate yourself on that platform. I, I mean, know. Really, like your fir- your first opportunity to wow people on that platform turned into you showing that you're you're not an athlete. Yeah, I mean, well, that was obvious. I've obvious never made choice. any bones about that. I said what I lack in right. natural athletic ability, I make up for with heart and desire and a little something called grit. And at the combine, they may be able to gauge how fast you are and how much weight you can lift. Can't measure this. They can't measure grit, and that's what I've got in spades, sir. Right. And it will be a mistake for the 32 pro football teams to pass on Damashek. When they again. weighed you and you weighed at 285 pounds, you could say, well, 45 of that is my heart. Shame on you. All right, let's. Uh, this is a somber day because, like I say, area. Well, not for pro football players; they're still doing quite well, even right. if they were just uh, released by their their most recent team. But Arian Foster, we've got to dig on, dig in on that. There's some heat around Peyton Manning. Our pal Jeff Darlington reporting, or at least trying to glean from listening to Peyton talk on Wednesday night at uh, at the the big. What was he doing? He, well, you know, Jeff Darlington, actually, if he had a public page, it would be journalist because he went. No other journalist went there. Peyton Manning had a speaking engagement in, I think, Jacksonville, Florida, and I have no idea mm-hmm. what it was. Uh, and he showed up there, Jeff did, and, and listened to what Peyton had to say. And reading between the lines, he thought that Peyton maybe was hinting that his future does not include him throwing his feet up on the on the sofa every Sunday. It's fascinating to consider what might become of uh, Peyton. What do you think, Handsome? I did say two or three weeks ago, I don't think it's wise from a football perspective that Peyton would want to continue his career, nor do I think it would be wise for an NFL team to pin their hopes on 18 as their starting QB, certainly without having a capable backup there to, to put in there, Osweiler style. What do you think happens with – I said the Rams – would be a great fit, and now Magic Johnson joked around about it on whatever late night show they were on together. Um, but it does make sense from a business standpoint for the Rams to have eighteen. They filled the seats sure. at least in in twenty sixteen. And Peyton, if he wants to keep on playing, and I, I I've said it before, I'm going to say it one more time. For Peyton's sake, again, 
people love to wring their hands. Adam Sandler makes terrible movies. Why does he keep doing that? Well, because it employs his friends and they make a movie a year and they make a lot of money off of it. Why would Steve Martin make Why would he try to do have a remake of, of uh, Inspector Clouseau? Shame on him. Why? Because it's fun to do. That's why making a movie is fun. Playing football, fun. Peyton Manning loves doing it. I can see why he would want to. Your, your concern about what his legacy is going to be is your concern. It doesn't have to take down Peyton. He's still going to go to the Hall of Fame. It does ding you now. It, I'm not going to suggest that T.O., as a for instance, didn't hurt himself by but with Buffalo yeah, year yeah. and the Cincy, yeah. all that stuff. But, yeah, I think that probably takes a back seat in the moment to, I want to keep playing. I like being on the plane with the fellas and playing cards and having fun and having laughs. You never hear them talk about, I love the games. That's what I remember. They always say, oh, it's so much fun hanging out with the guys and laughing and everything. Peyton seems like a card. I can see why he would want that. Yes, yeah, I'd agree. Handsome. I, th- I mean, I think that must be what's going through his head. The The funny thing is to sort of kind of uh, draw the veil back here a little bit. We, you know, we've been preparing for Peyton's retirement you know, for months now, and, and especially in the last week where it seemed like with free agency coming up, a new league year starts next uh, Wednesday at 1 p.m. East, uh, one, well, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Uh, so that's when free agency begins. He won't be a Denver Bronco at that point. So it's just, I love it's, that he's making Elway he's company make cut him. John Elway cut him. He's, yeah. I mean, well, make him whatever. But one way or another, that's going to be the outcome. If he doesn't announce re- his retirement between, you know, we're recording on Thursday afternoon and, and that time on next Wednesday, then John Elway, his hand is forced because there's no way they're eating Peyton's salary for next year. That's so, a- the Super Bowl champion quarterback from three weeks ago, who wrote, you know, we thought rode off into the sunset as a as a champion, could wind up the next the next headline about Peyton. If it isn't Peyton retires, is Peyton just got cut by the Super Bowl champions? You know, they probably will cut him, but it is intriguing to consider. What if they can't keep Osweiler? What I mean, somebody well, is going to be willing right. to, you know, uh, ostensibly overpay for him, right? Did I use ostensibly right as an adverb there? I mean, I, I'm not going to argue with it. And also it sounds Because you don't with, know. I do, but it sounds good with Osweiler. It's fine. You did fine. You did fine. Somebody looked that up behind the glass. Well, these guys, he can't spell. I said is going, the perception will be, what I'm going for is saying that the perception would be that be if somebody to, pays not, that's what Osweiler means. $19 million, so is that that would be overpaying him. All right, I just want to make sure I got it right. That's all. Uh, you know, I yep. don't want to seem like a dummy or pretentious or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, if Osweiler does indeed leave, yes, then I bet John Elway would be saying to himself and to Coobs, hey, you know what? Peyton doesn't look so bad anymore because what option are they going to have? RG3? Better than Peyton. Uh, is it? Kaepernick? I, you know, Give but, up a third, fourth-round pick for Colin Kaepernick? You'd be way better off than Peyton Manning. You know who I think is uh, – uh, I said this uh, the other day, and I'm going to say it again now. You know what I hope I hear because as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan? But here's the wild card with all these QBs out there. And think about how far this name has fallen in one year's time, in, in roughly 13 months. Here's what I hope I hear. In the, th- with, in the third round, the Pittsburgh Steelers select – Cardell Jones, quarterback, Ohio State. That's what I hope I hear. It's funny you say that because uh, our friend, our mutual friend, Ike Taylor, mm-hmm. um, ex-Pittsburgh Steeler, and and still very connected within the organization. I've heard of him and know about all that stuff. Yeah, right. uh, Ike tells me, you know, he told me not to tell anyone, but 
Uh, tell the, me. Uh, just tell me. He said that the Steelers, and let's bear in mind that Ike also trained this gentleman, but the Steelers are very interested in Dak Prescott. Really? Yeah, as a as a potential, exa- in exactly that kind of area, third round type of pick, as a guy to bring in and, and groom under Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, listen, all you have to see is, all you have to do is uh, have paid attention the last few years to pro football and see that you need a capable backup. Of course you do. Where would the Broncos be had Osweiler not been right. there and ready to go and uh, won those games when he did there? I'll tell you where. They would have been watching on TV. They right. wouldn't. They wouldn't have a Lombardi trophy. And by now, now, Peyton would have his decision probably would be made. This is, I think, grew. I think this is the. This should be the model for successful teams. And, it, and it's fun to look at this offseason because you know we. I think we've already identified, and everyone else has as well, the teams that are going to draft a quarterback and that need to draft a quarterback who's going to play from the get go. But teams like Dallas, mm-hmm. teams like the Steelers, teams like San Diego Chargers. You know, those are, those are the types of teams that might be looking now to bring in that guy with the hope that they could be a Brock Osweiler And what type. most of those teams you just named have in common is none of them are desperate in the short term. Right. So you have the luxury to get a guy and see what you have, and you can kick him to the curb. Yeah, or you, can, you can do it again next year. Right. But I love this idea. There, the, the whiff of desperation is strong. In fact, it's a full-on bonfire for teams, and you know who they are, and that's why they're looking at some of these QBs who three months ago were evaluated as not being worthy of first-round picks. Right. Suddenly, Goff is a guarantee to go not just in the first round, but to go in the first ten picks. Carson Wentz, I think, is probably going to go ahead of him. Wentz looks like he's going ahead of yep. him. Uh, the kid, uh, uh, Paxton, Paxton Lynch, Lynch, looks like he's not going to get out of the top And 20. they're already talking about Christian Hackenberg, who, you know – Right. Probably at the end of the actual playing season for college, people were like, wow, that's a guy who was potentially the first overall pick in this year's draft. Probably going to be a fourth rounder. Now he's back in the first round. But again, now Christian Hackenberg had a lot of heat on him coming into Penn State after yep. his, uh, his freshman season, working with Bill O'Brien and so on. But the offensive line really went to pot, and so they so he was lousy. But then again, if you watched him play or watched him throw the ball at the combine, he was sailing some. He didn't look great. He didn't do himself any favors. Maybe, though, Bill O'Brien knows the guy, is comfortable with him, and maybe that uh, relationship extends into the pro ranks. But it's fascinating to me to think – of how excited everybody was about Cardell Jones, including me, because he could run a little bit. He had that has that uh, has that cannon on his right shoulder. This guy might end up being the best of the bunch, and no one talks about him right now. It's true. I think Cardell Jones might end up being the prize of this uh, this 2016 draft. Speaking you of know, quarterbacks I, that nobody talks about, Connor Cook is the best in the draft. Right look now. who's getting mouthy all of a sudden yeah. on his last, last day. That's day what I started is. to say. I'm sad because uh, this show. Today is marked by the departures of two of our very favorites on the uh, DDFP. One, Matt Gothard, whose voice you just heard, he's running off. Not too late for him to be fired, though. I'm going to go back to Iowa. Oh, stop. I got my lady. I'm riding off into the sunset. I got my fiance. She's a sharp sharp, uh, little girly, and she's going to be a lawyer, and I'm going to go back there. That is not even close to how I sound. That's how you sound there, there, Mac. (laughs) Oh, man. So we're sad to see him go as you can plainly tell. Yep. And then also our pal Keith Black, who's produced so much of the stuff that you've seen on YouTube and beyond over this uh, football season, is also deployed. Black's out, too. Black's out. Right. I'll give, guess, one person's staying, though. Who's that? Black Tie. God. That's the only one. He's the only constant. Right. What gives, Hanson? Don't no you idea. have some sway around here? No, not enough to get rid of Black. Like, Keith Black or Black Tie, if we put that to vote, it wouldn't it, you know, wouldn't last long at all. Black Tie would be out. He'd be gone. 
Yeah, I know. Gothard, now that you're done and and now there's not really right. well, there are no repercussions. Tell the truth. Do you like black tie or not? Ra- rating of one to ten. How do you on rate a scale from black, one to black tie as a human and an employee? He's a great guy. No, but I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. That couldn't be more disingenuous. Yeah. All right, that, you've said it you all. Said two. I still the great guy. Tomorrow. Got the high voice. How you great guy? <laughs> I still got to come in tomorrow. I got to be careful. Oh, I see. Right. I see. Black tie. Just you can nod. He's still back there. Do you like Matt Gothard? Oh, he shrugged. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's not positive. All right, so uh, handsome. I think that uh, – but and by the way, guess for me, will Brock Osweiler be a uh, yes. a Denver Broncos? Yeah, because I don't think he's got a better option out there. I think he may – It's not his, about whether his, or not he – he listen, how, what, how much more evidence do you need, handsome? Players, I know it's nice. I want to be in a winning situation, and I want to you – know, all that kind of stuff is is fine. But also, who pays you more is what is no, where no, 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 NFL no, listen, fo- is where pro athletes land. Listen to me, Dave. Somebody He's, pays him a lot more, though he'll go if, there. If it's a choice, but no one's going to pay him. They, they, his range is probably somewhere between fourteen and sixteen million, right? I don't know. Probably somewhere around there. If you're desperate if, if, and you don't if, love Jared Goff, I could see you saying like, "All right, nineteen million caps up. We have the money to spend." Then no one's spending nineteen. If, if someone spends nineteen million on Brock Osweiler, they're insane. Versus what? Versus uh, versus Paxton Lynch? What do we know about him? I mean, look, uh, fine, but I'm say I think that the outcome will be if it were if I were Brock Osweiler, I would take. And by the way, eighteen million dollars, twenty six guaranteed million dollars for Sam Bradford. You think in that climate that there that there's no way Brock Osweiler gets overpaid here? Well, Sam Bradford, there's a sample size. We've seen a lot more of Sam Bradford, and I think we know, you know, we talked about it the last way, last time around, but I think we know the Eagles in that Chiefs, you know, old Chiefs system that made Alex Smith look good. He can pro- You can probably do something with Sam Bradford. Brock Osweiler knows the Broncos system. I think he would be, I think he's smart enough to know that he could turn down a million a year at this stage to play in a system that he actually knows, understands, and then the next time around that he gets a contract, it's going to be a, a massive one. All right, play Gothard if you would. If you're not too busy, uh, what are you, are you drinking? A lot of champagne today with your uh, with your colleagues. Do they get you a cake? Normally, uh, normally what Black Tie will do for guys he really likes, he buys like gifts. Yeah. He'll bring food. What I what I'm willing Did to he get do today? You food and drink. You know what I would? This is it. This is a, it's a bittersweet day, but it's a celebration. And you know what? Today I lift I lift my uh, longstanding rule for you, Gothard. You can make eye contact with me today. The <laughs> rest you? of you behind the glass still yeah, same rule holds. Right. But but Gothard. You and I can make eye contact today. Okay, that's how much I respect you. Awesome, I, I appreciate it. Hey, play the uh, play the little sting for us uh, about when we get tweets. What's the uh, what's that? Black tie can help you out there. What's a, what's the? Uh, don't shake your head, no, black tie. All right, I'm just gonna jump into it cold. Sans intro music. We got one? some good want, tweets here. One, probably. Oh, do you, you want to hum one? Go ahead, handsome. Dun, 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 we got some tweets. Dun, 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 Dave's gonna read them now. Dun, 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 and answer some too. All right, let's start off huh? with yeah, no, that was very nice. Good, that okay. was really good. We're going to um we're going to go to Super Bowl 60 today, handsome. Ooh. And be on the lookout next week on nfl.com we are going to blow out this little segment that we've been doing here just the discussions between handsome and myself is now going to nfl.com in written form and beyond. Uh, Elliot Harrison, Gil Brandt, and some other people are going to weigh in on this. The 10 best quarterbacks as of Marking it by the decades, Super Bowl 10, we did 20, we did 30, 40, 
We just completed 50 last week, uh, the last show. The best quarterbacks in NFL history as of Super Bowl 40, as of 50, and now we're up to 60. So we'll get to that in just a little bit. But looking back, Dino uh, at uh, Deluxe RN says, uh, he says, your list is okay, Sheck, but my list is good. He has Brady as of right now at this moment. Tom Brady's the best of all time. Montana, fine. Manning, three. He was quite cross. He bumped Manning up a lot. I told you that a lot of people would not like where I had Peyton Manning. I had Peyton at six. Yep. And your argument as a uh, as a Miami Dolphins fan was compelling to a lot of people because you said Favre belongs ahead of Marino even. And a lot of people did hit me up on Twitter specifically to say, Marino's window was, in fact, really great, was transcended for about four or five years. But after that, he was sort of ri- not riding on fumes, but the numbers do bear out that he yeah, did his, have a little. His numbers, uh, but his numbers at that time, they were still exceptional. They just weren't, they weren't as great as they had been at the beginning of his career. What I like about Deluxe RN's uh, point, though, is he puts Jim Kelly in there at number nine. Yep. Jim like Kelly doesn't Kelly. get enough respect. Yeah, if, you does. know, Scott Norwood makes that kick. The regard that we have for Jim Kelly. And for that Buffalo Bills team is completely different. And, by the by, also the way we regard those early 90s Cowboys would be quite different, too. Yep. If they, if the Bills had a more formidable kind of uh, um, uh, sense Dynasty. about them. Yeah, if they, had, if they had won one, then beating right. them would have been a, a, a bigger feather in the cap of those Cowboys. True. There go. They would be regarded more highly there. So, anyway, there's that one. And, uh, and then also for 60... Dino mentions uh, Wilson and Rodgers have the best chance to crap, crack the top 10, but Rodgers shouldn't be in there yet. I disagree with that. He is one of the 10 best quarterbacks, at least that uh, my two eyeballs have ever seen. Devin Powers drops us a, a thing because I mentioned that with my mustache, I look very much like Jack Nicholson in last detail, although I, I, when I am being honest with the man in the mirror, I looked a little bit more like the father in Inside Out, but either way. Whereas right now you look like a naked mole rat. I don't think I, I – I, see – Mole, not mall rat, everybody. Hansen brought this up to me yesterday, and then he pulled up a picture. Go on Google, and what's it called? A mole rat. Yeah, naked. Naked mole rat. It's that's like what Hansen thinks like I look like. It's like it's been shaved, mm-hmm. and it's pink. It's disgusting. And that's what I look like. A little bit. Thank you. So uh, Devin Powers sends us uh, his power rankings of the greatest Nicholson movies of all time. Number one. Cuckoo's Nest, number two, Chinatown, three, Last Detail, Shining, Batman, Easy Rider, As Good As It Gets. How say you there, Handsome? I think those are all good. They're all worthy. I, like, I mean, Chinatown's one of my favorites. Yeah, I like Chinatown ahead like, of Cuckoo's Nest. I like The Shining a lot as well. What's the one where he's the grumpy old man? That's uh, um, as good as it gets. That's as good as it gets. What when he's the when he's the OCD guy? Yeah, and with Helen yeah, yeah. Hunt. Okay, yeah, yes. that's that one. They left off. Uh, Devin Powers did leave off five easy pieces. Now, can the start to finish is it a great movie? No, but there are a couple of wonderful scenes in that picture. We had an English teacher at my school who um, who would who didn't couldn't be bothered at his stage of life to teach us, so he would often just let us watch videos. I don't, I don't know if that was a common thing. He would just say, like, we'll put on a video. That's, anyway, yeah. One time we... That's the, that's the link. But it would teaches. be, he actually even managed to get a video of uh, A Clockwork Orange, which at that point was banned in in the UK. And really? Just, uh, instead of reading it, he just said, watch this. And it was, you know, it's pretty graphic. Anyway, <laughs> one day... In an, what grade was this? Uh, I would say I was probably about 14 years old. One day in an, Borderline English, in an English lesson, we chanted. I mean, um, there is there is violent rape in that movie, yeah. after all. 
We chanted Easy Rider because someone had bought the vi- the video cassette of Easy Rider so that he would make us let us watch. We wouldn't stop chanting it until he just let us watch Easy Rider during the uh, during our English lesson. Well, I Easy and Rider. I, I a, the I only have, thing good that. about Easy Rider is Nicholson. Yep, Easy Rider is a wildly overrated. It is a wildly really overrated boring, movie, but it, but he is good in it. The best movie that is not on this list though is Nicholson's. Um, is uh ah what's that when he drives the Winnebago to his uh to his daughter's wedding anybody back there no no one back there will know ah uh, good luck not getting misty at the end of that picture what it's about uh, 8 10 years old it's yeah uh, another one now i can't even think of the guy who directed it but. he's an old man again the guy uh, all this director's movies are great. I'm really informative today. See, this is what happens when you read tweets without doing a little legwork in advance. Somebody look it up. Wait, wait they're We're looking at each it. other. We're working on it. No one's working on anything. Go on uh, go on the computer and look up IMDb and Nicholson and then you'll have your answer. It's a wonderful movie though, is what I'll tell you. Um So that's good. There we go. So that's Ouch. that. What's that? About, About Schmidt. Schmidt. It's a, that's a difficult title to remember. It's a funny movie. Who directed that? It's the same guy who did Election. Alexander Payne. Alexander Payne makes that's great good. movies. Yes. Um, so this is uh, this is another gem. But like I say, quite moving at the very end. Very comes out of nowhere, and suddenly you you find yourself uh, misty. Not unlike Nicholson at the end of that picture. Hey Dave, what do you think about Arian Foster? I think that Arian Foster, I think that T.O.'s tweets are, or T.O.'s tweet in response to Marvin Harrison's uh, That's good. nonsense was yep. very entertaining, Yep. If, if a bit dangerous. Yes. I mean, I was legitimately thinking, T.O., be careful with yourself. Yeah. I know Marvin Harrison is talking stuff. Be careful with yourself. He's got a reputation. And T.O. tweets back, shots fired. Yep. Do I respect it in a way? Am I worried? <laughs> I am. Hey, let's get somebody in here. Somebody who's, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, letting our hair down today. We're going all audio, and uh, this is one of our pals here. You may know him. If you're a longtime member, a longtime citizen of the Czech Republic, there is a chance that one or two of you out there will remember this fella from way back in the ESPN days when the podcast was on page two there. This guy jumped in, and I think he kibitzed with us once for uh, for 20 minutes and I said never again and right. uh, and but you know what what's the statute of limitations on never again then like 50 it's the years. same thing as when when uh, when the Eagles but actually it's not the Eagles it's Eagles did you know that like uh, no, it's not yeah it is what? It's, like, it's like talking heads it's not the talking heads it's talking heads Eagles they're not the Eagles Glenn Fry and Don Henley were not the, the founding Eagles. members of the Eagles. They were the founding members of Eagles. Did you know that? I didn't know that. That's right. I just watched that documentary, that Eagles documentary. Did you? It was, pretty, yeah. it was surprisingly good. good. On Boy, Netflix. Can you, you want to watch it? What kind of hay those two fellows yeah, made in the seventies in yeah. Southern California? Woo. In a way, I almost it almost made me. Uh, I, legitimately, I kind of like their music a little bit better than I had before seeing that documentary. Right. It's like, well, no wonder it's a sunny. And, yeah, yeah. You know, as talking a, about making hay, this guy as well. This sun setting when you're drunk, yeah, like you know, another bow, wow, wow. I mean, their songs aren't great, but uh, I 
I do I admire. I admire. And the heaps and heaps of love they made on women across Southern California, <laughs> nay, across these United States. All right, let's say hello to this fella now joining us here. He has some things I don't know what exactly he wants to talk about, but I do have a hunch he's a longtime New York Giants fan, although that is now in question for him. He works with Handsome Hank in programming NFL.com. Here he is, everybody. It's Bobby Carpels. What's the poop, fella? I don't think you said never again. I think you said, when can you come back? Well, oh, well, that reminds yeah, me why that, I got that, to that. Eagles, e- didn't Eagles have a tour called uh, Hell Freezes Over? Mm-hmm. And this is that our was, version of Hell Freezes oh, Over. Yeah. Bobby Carples joins us here. Yeah. Um, Bobby Carples, you're a longtime New York Giants fan, correct? Ex-longtime New York Giants fan. Yeah. yeah, well, you're unlucky in love, and yeah. you're also unlucky yeah. in rooting for football this teams is... of late because you're a Giants guy. Yeah. Now, though, not uh, you know, Adam Rank did this about two years ago, uh-huh. and it was very compelling, in my opinion. He sought out; he made himself a fan free agent, and okay. now you are in that. Find yourself in that same place. Well, not really. What? I mean, I don't think that's what's happened. You're ready to sign. You're ready to I, sign right now with a new team. I signed day one. Can we get a drum roll, please, to announce his new team here? The Los Angeles Rams. Wow! Congratulations to you. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. So is that so are you able to just flip a switch like that? You I get- well, well. To be fair to myself, I always said growing up, grew up in LA, mm-hmm. and I always said if the if we ever get a team here, I will be a fan of that team from day one. I no love it. What. You're a I man of a honor to do. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a brave, bold move. Are you? I applaud it. It wasn't an easy move, but here I used to work for the Giants. Let me just lay something out for you. Okay, you did. What, I worked for the doing what? And the, I was same thing. I am here, programming coordinator. Oh, I thought you were going to say wide yeah. receivers. No, the, but uh, they haven't won a Super Bowl since I left. Hmm. The year that I left was the last year that they won a Super Bowl. You do the and math. Since America. then, they haven't yeah. made the playoffs. So you're an uh, you're an Angelino. So yes. it makes sense that then you would embrace the new football team intellectually. But are you able? To go, are you going to be able to do that emotionally? Here's why. I said. Way back when they when uh, I an Indiana University graduate, when they fired Bob Knight, I said that's it. You're on ten years probation. I'm I'm laying it down. You're you're on probation in my book, Hoosiers, and I shall not pay attention to you or root for you or anything else. When that ten years was lifted, finally, it was the year that they were number one. They were a number one seed in the tournament, and I said, all right, now it's time to reinvest in these Hoosiers. But it turned out the joke was on me. Because after all those 10 years, I no longer emotionally could summon what was required to root for them. I tried. I did my best. It was half-hearted. And it didn't ultimately work for me. Are you going to be able to flip that switch? Here's the thing. Henry asked me a good question when I told him that I was switching allegiances. He said, if a Giants game is on the same time as a Rams game, is it going to be possible for me to tune the Giants game out and strictly focus on the Rams game? Mm-hmm. And I said, to, I think the best analogy is this. The Rams, the Giants are my ex, but like all exes, we sometimes we check their Facebook page a little bit or their latest Instagram, and mm-hmm. they've that, that, that that's that's how, there. So there might be some drive-bys in terms of me just taking a peek at what the Giants are doing, and if are the, the Giants Ra- do the Rams have to worry though the, the about Ra- uh, about some Monday night dalliance, you know, it, like oh Sunday the Sunday your beloved loses a game they shouldn't at home yeah. to the 49ers. Oh, hey, wait, Monday night. Uh, the X is way the that playing that team with the fancy stars on their head. I'm just gonna check that I, out and see what's going on. I'm I'm not a jealous guy, mm-hmm. but if the Giants start winning, 
Like if they're very successful next right. year, and let's say they go on like a deep Super Bowl run, and Odell just has one of those like you know classic seasons, like an all-time receiving type of season, breaks records and all that. I might. I don't know. I might be very jealous. Is I might regret my decision if eight, that happens. So I hope I the Giants like lose every I, game. I, you know what? I don't know that this can stick, handsome. Do you? I think it will. This feels like a well, little look, bit of a weird rebound thing. thing. This is this is how much he loves the Rams or appears to love the Rams. He has uh, put his name down at least to buy season tickets for the Rams, despite the fact he works every Sunday. Yeah. That's very weird. Well, I was going to ask you if I can get off early, maybe a you know a couple of Sundays, <laughs> maybe a couple of Sundays. Come on, yeah. boss, give yeah. him a give him a break. Yeah. He's got season I, tickets. I could put that in the maybe. calendar now. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Do you think so? I mean, I don't know if it's on the schedule. Have you even checked? Is our Rams Giants playing in 2016? Because to me, when I was still – Oh, they're in, playing – I think that's the London game. When I was still in – is that yeah, true? The London, London game. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. London. Well, that's, that's yeah. your plus yeah. one there, handsome. Take them right. over, introduce yeah. them around. Yeah. I Available. feel like, you know, back when my team was still – I still rooted for the Indiana Hoosiers and the Pitt Panthers in basketball. People would often ask, who would you, who would you root for if they ever have to play in the tournament? And they did once uh, years ago, and both were pretty bad, uh, even though they had gotten to the tournament. But I always said I knew enough to, to to concede. It's not something I can decide intellectually. I will watch the game, and my heart will dictate which way I lean. And, I, and that's what I I I don't want to you know I don't I don't want to be a, a negative Nancy, but I I do fear that you might get. I don't want the Rams or the Giants to be put in a tough spot emotionally by your you switching allegiances mid game. Yeah, I understand. Well, I let me ask you this: Can you have two loves? I know you you would be a fan. Handsome. Well, the guy that, in The Bachelor it, it, does. Yeah. You've been watching yeah. The Bachelor, maybe Handsome? Just, I haven't watched it. He has two loves. Maybe they should. Maybe I should be the next Bachelor, but instead of choosing two women. I love the guy I in The Bachelor this year game. doesn't seem to care at all like, that, that it's inappropriate that he announces and beds. But, well, he betted all three women. Do we know that? Yeah. Well, he went to the like fantasy when, suite. When the, when the Here's the like, thing also the about The Bachelor that. when they go to the fantasy suite. Chris Harrison, the host of the show, writes – he gives them uh, on uh, on stationery like, "Hello, uh, Bachelor and Tanya. If you're interested, you can forgo your individual rooms and share the fantasy suite. Good luck, Chris Harrison, or whatever. Sincerely, Chris Harrison. Like, why is Chris Harrison injecting himself into right. this? It gets creepy. Why are you handwriting a note exactly. inviting a fella and, and another lady can, into they, the fantasies? Right. Well, they'll, they'll they'll take care they'll of business, work it Harrison. Out for themselves. What are you jamming yourself into this conversation? You think the Bachelor should write the note? It should be. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Take, I just don't think it, it is emasculating to the Bachelor. Like, well, Chris Harrison says, says it we maybe, can. Says we can do it. Want to do it? Yeah. Okay, I'll do, it's a weird, it's an unnecessary yeah, I don't, layer. I don't think I was thinking of that. Yeah. So anyway, that might be you. So the answer to your question, as provided by the Bachelor this season, is yes, you can have two loves. This is great then. All right. Yeah. All right. Hey, Bobby Carpels, great to see you. Next time you come in here, let's yeah. have a basketball showdown between you and uh, and Black Tie, because Black Tie thinks a lot of your basketball opinions are garbage. Well, he only. That's has, what he said when well, we were walking he has, up here. He has one basketball opinion. That's Which is Steph what? Korea's God, and everybody else is just. I know. You know so, well, that's typical. That's, 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 that's his whole opinion. Black Ties a yeah. front runner. Don't yeah, you see? Oh, I'm a yeah. Hey, Russell Wilson. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, with the guy who's in the Super Bowl again is your favorite that's, player all of a sudden? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Steph Curry. Oh, yeah. He's the, now he's suddenly one of the best basketball players. Well, yeah, he's my guy. That's Steph okay. Curry's my guy. <laughs> that's how Black Ties. Per- perfect description. Then again, you're a Lakers guy. So that's why I like you getting a new team. Last thing before you go, though yeah. Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be. Uh, 
is that going to gum up the works yeah, for you? If you check my Twitter account, which has all about you know 250 followers, uh-huh. I've been tweeting that for a week. Now I wouldn't. That's where I, I think going. I, yeah, yeah. I life's too short to be you're, checking your you're Twitter. You're not refreshing no. my. <laughs> no. Not interested. All right. He so was, he was begging for you to give him a Twitter, uh, his Twitter handle. Out. I, w- I won't do it. Yeah. I won't do it. That's okay. I have my standards. That's if okay. you want to do it, handsome, okay. that's your business. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hit the bricks there, uh, Bobby Carples. Hell freezes over once again. We'll talk to you in about nine years. Now, well, a pleasure to see you. Good luck to your Rams this season. You too, Dave. Thank and you. And Peyton. Thank All right, you. you can go. Thank you. All right, there you go. Hey, Hanson, before we wrap it up today, right. let's go through, uh, as promised, our Super Bowl 60. This yeah, is going to be a fun in, one. In list and again, as we've done with each incarnation of this, this is just being put down in pencil, the formal rankings of the best quarterbacks as of a certain Super Bowl will be put in ink next week, or we'll start right. doing that on NFL.com. So you're going to check, but based on some of the feedback I've given you over the last few weeks, you're going to change some of your lists. I may. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of the people, handsome. I have to keep my mind open, don't I? If people well, make a powerful do. argument, you do, but it's not that you not... made a powerful argument against your pal Marino, so I have to right. drop him in the rankings. Well, because you but were... what about my powerful argument against your pal Terry Bradshaw? No, right, You're wrong so he... about that. I'm not He's wrong four about for it. four in Super Bowls. What do you? What, what else do you need matter. to know? Went, look, look. There are two other guys in history that are four that have four Super Bowl rings. There's only one other human being that was four for four in the Super Bowl. I'm not supposed to have Terry Bradshaw in there. He was the MVP of two of those games. He was the MVP of the NFL in '78. I'm not going to hear what you have to say about this. All right, right, Super Bowl sixty. Here we go. Do you want to read them all? I'll read them because I'm pretty good at reading lists. I like how you read. Okay, number ten. Dave has Russell Wilson entering the list. And so we'll get into some of the conversation right okay. now. Number nine, Peyton Manning. He's slumped down from – you had him six. Uh, our friend Dino at Deluxe RN had him at three. Well, he's at nine on the new list. Eight is Elway. Seven is Favre. Six, Marino. Five, Cam Newton. Wow. Does that drop your jaw? It does a little bit. Ten, ten years ten from years now. from now, Cam Newton will be regarded as the fifth best I got news for you. Look Better at what he's Brett done Favre. in the last five right. years. His numbers are up there. Right, I'm not. All right, I'm, I'm excited about it. Better than Favre, better than Elway, better than Marino. Cam that wouldn't seem crazy big, if he would have won the got Super Got a big Bowl. decade coming up. Yes, Joe Montana, number four. Montana's dropped Mont- all the way. Whoa, who's overtaken him? Ben Roethlisberger. That's right. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> number two, Aaron <laughs> he wins. What? Okay, go ahead. Finish it off. I'll finish it off. Thank you. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And number one, Tom Brady still. Super Bowl 50. He could retire tomorrow, and he um, I, I, he's going to be hard-pressed. Well, so here's my question. Should we start at the top? Because I agree with you. I think Brady's still number one. Are you anticipating having Brady here? Does he have to have won another Super Bowl no. between 50 and 60 to stay at one? No. He, so whatever happens. He could retire ten, now. Whatever happens in the next 10 years, he's number one. Aaron Rod- What yeah. if Aaron Rodgers wins five Super Bowls in the then next Then that will change. I'm projecting ahead. As I say all the time to people. This thing, when people just shoot their mouths off about who's a great quarterback. Hey, Andrew Luck, if this was happening by the end of his rookie season. That guy's going to win multiple Super Bowls. Is he? Because they only hand out one ring a year. I, or they only hand my out. Favorite, this is my favorite saying of yours. Yeah. I'm, I'm they they, they only give no. out the one Lombardi, you see. Right. So this idea that everybody's going to win multiples, the math doesn't, uh, doesn't work out for that to actually happen. Aaron Rodgers wins one more. What is he now? He's a, he's a year younger-ish than – 
the Ott Four gang. Right. He's, a, he's one year. I think he's about thirty-two-ish. Roethlisberger just turned thirty-four this week. Yep. Eli's now thirty-five, so he's probably thirty-three-ish. I mean, I think the window is there. He's been banged around a little bit, but, but he doesn't to seem get, too to hobbled. get to number two on your list. He's going to need to win two Super Bowls in this decade, right? I think. And, I mean, that it sounds about right, and he's probably going to have to have two or three more of the doesn't have to actually be named MVP, but of those type of MVP type mm. statistical seasons. I mean, people, you may, you you can ignore it all you want, but Aaron Rodgers has had three oh, of the I'm most not, I, sublime I, I seasons I, in quarterback history. Yep. I mean, I don't think anybody has, if you take individual seasons and you say, let's lay out the top 25 individual seasons of all right. time. I don't know that anybody else, although Peyton might have uh, three as well, but still Rodgers is in there and uh, I think there's more meat on the bone there for yep. him. Roethlisberger needs to merely win one more Super Bowl and merely, I am, I say that tongue in cheek because right. obviously it's hard to do, but with that team and with the numbers he's going to put up in these next couple of years, the way he has in the last two years, surrounded by this gaggle of high-end talent, if if they can win a Super Bowl, remember now, three out of 12 Super Bowls he's played in. 12 seasons, three Super Bowls, one, two of them. If he does that one more time, how do you keep a guy who's won three Super Bowls? I'm assuming that he will, and, of course, that's a part of the that, evaluation. And that's, and that's fine, and I think he definitely would belong on this list, but over Joe Montana. Eh. Feels a little homerish. Does it? Yeah. All right, well, let's wait and see. All right, we're going to continue to debate this. Drop me a line. Hashtag... DDFP, let me know. Make a make an argument against it. Why that isn't true. If you agree with handsome, let me know why. I, Don't just call he, me I stupid, deserve, though, I think. because that has no value to me whatsoever. <laughs> In fact, it hurts my feelings. Right. I think he would deserve to be on the list, but over Joe Montana, this is a big call. Cam Newton at five. So you're right, Cam. If he won Super Bowl fifty, he would definitely. He'd be. He'd be. On, he is the rarest of all talents that Absolutely. we've seen. Look at the list. And he's Who, very and it, different to every one of the other the guys. That's the point. Maybe Who, Russell Wilson. He is right now the greatest running quarterback in NFL yep. history. He is coming off of a monster MVP season in which his team went 15-1. and one. He has perhaps the greatest rookie season in history. He has all those rushing deeds, like I say. And now, in 2016, he's going to have Kelvin Benjamin and Devin Funches and all those other pass catchers. This the, the offense should only yep. get better for the next uh, year or two here. Cam, excuse me while I hiccup. Um, I'm so excited about it. So there you go. And Russell Wilson cracks the top. Yeah. 10. So Russell Wilson's interesting because he hasn't yeah. really threatened to put up any of all of these guys above him. And you, I think you, you know, Cam did this season, but everyone else has had those sort of amazing seasons, those type of seasons that are MVP type or best quarterback in the league type. Russell Wilson's never really threatened to do that. I don't know. I and feel I like there was a lot of heat around Russell Wilson before he got before he got housed by the Cardinals right. and the, the Seahawks. I feel like oh, there was a lot of push for, hey, where's Russell Wilson in this MVP conversation talk? I was getting I get a lot of that. There was a lot stuff. of push, but he was always going to be behind Cam, and he was always going to be behind Tom Brady. And he was even considered to be behind Carson Palmer for most of the Well, season. now that Marshawn so, Lynch is gone, this all hinges on him right. now doing that over the course of the next two or three seasons, having big statistical seasons and being right. the man because a lot of people like to poke holes in him by saying he really wasn't the linchpin. It was, in fact, Lynch who was the linchpin. Because yes. I worked, and not just because it worked well in language. In language. It just it was in fact. But I think to, for him to be number ten on your list, he will need to have 
three-ish of those type of seasons where people are like, wow, he's been amazing all year. All right, so look for this starting next week at some point, NFL.com. Like I say, Gil Brandt, Elliot Harrison, and uh, some other people weighing in on this. Plus, what's the You're music playing for? us out. How dare you? You stop that music here and now. And by the way. Got places to go. People to see, Damashek. I'm gonna just wait for it to be done. You don't. You don't tell me. <laughs> so I tell that, you. That doesn't work. Who do you think you are, Bobby? I have Planet. never seen anything like that before. What an out! I've never heard anything like that. All right, Matt Gothard, you've been a delight. Although now with this new attitude, I don't know if I want you back. But we'll see how it goes for you in <laughs> Iowa. Good luck to your Hawkeyes and your Spartans. Very weird that uh, you root for two Big Ten teams. That's inappropriate. Um, but nevertheless, it's been a, a pleasure to kibitz with you each day in the office. You're a ray of sunshine, I guess, right? Yes, cloudy, cloudy sunshine. <laughs> Sometimes cloudy, yes. He looks like a goth kid, but he but he behaves himself. He looks like the first guy to be killed in the Game of Thrones battle. <laughs> I just really can't afford a haircut. That's the big thing. Naked mole rat equals Dave. First guy killed on Game of Thrones episode equals Matt Gothard. Yep. And Handsome Hank equals The Bachelor slash uh you don't want me to say goodbye to keith black <laughs> that's enough goodbye to keith black what a pleasure he's been if you've enjoyed all of the video stuff then uh shout out uh, to him i'm not done i'm gonna keep on going you can keep doing that all you want you creep now it becomes now it becomes a now challenge to see if you want to play a game let's play baby you gotta go see jared allen i'm not gonna oh, miss out right. all right look out uh, on youtube and otherwise for uh for me and jared allen i'm gonna go catch up with him right now in the meantime, we'll be back uh, for you to help get you ready for free agency just in front of it um, early next week. Have a good weekend. In the meantime, thanks, Handsome, um, and uh, everybody else I already talked to. It's enough already. <laughs> thanks so much. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.